Hello and welcome to the 56th episode of Downtime Podcast with Jeremy and Elisa. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Elisa. Hello. How are you, Elisa? I'm good. Um, hot and i'm eating a popsicle right now so ah it is cold where i am and i am not eating a popsicle it's crazy (laughs) the weather and how different it is depending on what area you're at yeah the bay is just weird i know for those that don't know the bay area has a lot of microclimates especially around the san francisco proper area and it's just super weird it's what you call a mediterranean climate i think Right? Yeah, no, it's it's true because yeah. in that area, well, I don't know, it should be called the American climate <laughs> for them. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, for uh, I think it's because they have a similar geography and uh, just overall climate like like we do in the Mediterranean. Yeah, I believe that's why we call it that or why it's called that. Yes. Um, but I don't know geography, so someone correct me. I'm probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if uh, we're wrong. And we usually are. <laughs> no one tells us that we're wrong, but I always feel like we're always wrong. I always feel like I'm always wrong. I'm not going to say we, because I don't want to bring you into this. <laughs> I'm wrong half the time, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. I see what you're doing. <laughs> all right. So before we get into the podcast, I actually wanted to bring up something really quick. I noticed um, when I was checking, actually, the podcast yesterday that... We've gotten like a pretty big influx of fans, and I think it's all one because of the most recent Ryan Elder podcast, and two, it's also because of the Terrace House podcast we recorded, as well as there's a lot of different things that have been picking up steam on iTunes. So I just wanted to say, if you're a new listener, and if you're a current listener, no matter what platform you're on, welcome to Downtime Podcast. Hi, welcome. Yes. And I'm going to do this at the beginning of the podcast, but if you want to write a review for us specifically on iTunes, you can do that. And we're available on other platforms and YouTube, whatever. And we have a Discord that you can check in the show notes. And we have a website at downtime.live. So we do have a new user in our in our Discord. So that's kind of cool that there's some people trickling in. Yeah. So... If you like us, then give us a shout out in any way or shoot us a question. And I hope you stay for future episodes as well. Yes, definitely, because this is the summer and it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. I hope. It will be. I, it will be. It, yes, yes. I was going to say, it will be. <laughs> you got to be positive, Elisa. got to be positive. Yes. All right. So we're just going to get into it. We're not going to do games that we're currently playing because... That entire section is just Yakuza, and for our regular listeners, you know, we talk about this all the time, so we're just going to put that at the end, and we're going to just go straight into what actually happened at E3 2018 this year. And we're going to give our thoughts and our opinions and uh, hopes for the future. Yes, and we're not going to talk about everything, we're going to only talk about things that, um, that we liked, so or that, you know, stuck out to us, not necessarily and- like. And that's kind of why you're listening, right, listeners? Because you want to hear our opinions. At least that's what I hope why you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, okay, let's just go ahead and spend some time into, uh, you know, our boy Norman Reedus and Death Stranding and that trailer. I'm going to that. (laughs) So. Uh, That that whole thing, it looks like you're a delivery person. Like you're delivering packages. <laughs> I know, don't know what it is. God, it was so frustrating because when things were slowly being revealed in the trailer, like the first minute. First of all, okay, the trailer comes out with childbirth. Did you notice that? Like yeah, the first I've, five seconds or ten seconds. Yeah, the the game seems like it deals with life and death. It, yes. like, those are the biggest themes of that game. Hence the name, I hope. Yeah, Kojima, you little you sneaky boy. <laughs> sneaky little boy, you. <laughs> so, yeah, straight up, I watched the trailer, and it's like every minute 
I'd be like, oh, I think I'm getting what the plot's about. And then the next minute, I'm like, wait, no, that's different. And then the next, the third minute, it's just like everything I thought was so wrong. And by the fourth minute, I was like, yeah, I don't, whatever. <laughs> Who knows anymore? I know. Do you, you know, it would be kind of funny if you were a, just a package delivery person because it's such a, it's such a simple thing to create a elaborate storyline off of. Perhaps, but uh, we'll know more later. I mean, it's all speculation right now. Kojima has been pretty tight lipped about what this game's really about. So yeah, there's babies, there's like babies in containers. There's like these floating ghost people. There's rain that makes you old it's it's so weird there's invisible like, monsters yeah uh but the, i will say that the cast is pretty good like they have mads mickelson he's like he's the villain but he's not the actual villain is from what i was from what i read before so that's going to be interesting to find out mm. um of course norman reedus and leia sado from uh uh james, the most recent james bond movie which i thought that was a nice touch and then um, there's another lady whose name escapes me. Yeah, but she's there too. And uh, Guillermo del Toro is in the game. Like, yes. like his models in the game, <laughs> and I'm sure his voice is in the game as well. It's interesting this direction that Kojima is taking for the game because I know for a fact that Kojima is really is a film buff. He's really into watching films, and he likes analyzing films and really like learning about actors and like trying to create a story. So it. Like, for him to kind of create this super, um, like, this powerful cast. And then, you know, like, I don't know what this game's about, but I have no doubt that it will at least be cohesive and a good story. Yeah, and I I agree. And I think I'll pick it up. Not Probably not first day. I'll kind of I'll wait for it to, like, go down in price simply because... Um, I don't know what it, I don't know what it's going to be about. I don't know if it's something that's going to interest me. And at the same time, uh, with Kojima's work before with Metal Gear, I was always daunted to, you know, jump in and like play the sixth game, even though it was the last one, because I didn't know what was the fifth game. Was it five? Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Five was the. There's the, also the a Metal one. Gear Solid Survive, which he wasn't a part of, but I do oh, think yeah, it that's was. Different. Yeah. But Granted, I've always. You can kind of stop Metal Gear Solid at four. So. Yeah. <laughs> But I, well, I didn't jump into any of the games because I felt like I was jumping into a story that I needed to have backstory with. It's oh. kind of like you know jumping into Yakuza. Yeah. And so with Death Stranding, I feel like this is his, this is his new like Metal Gear esque franchise. So it's the first game in the series, and I think it's a really good jumping point for future games to come from either this franchise or a future Ko- Kojima franchise. Definitely, unless you know Daryl dies in this game, then it's uh. then then it's like nope. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he dies, that'd be bad. But let's say like his contract with The Walking Dead ends or whatever, or his character dies in the show, then he could have full full Kojima time. <laughs> I don't know if you know this because I know you don't watch The Walking Dead, but it's um, Andrew Lincoln who plays Rick. Uh huh. Just announced that he's not renewing his contract after the ninth season. Wait, but the, the he's the main character. That, yes, yeah, I know. I know that for sure. I've seen. I've only seen the first season, but yeah. I know that the show has been planned for at least twelve or thirteen seasons. Okay, so there's a lot of drama. And long story short, they, um, the show killing off a few. Char- I don't want to spoil it, but the show yeah, yeah. killed off some controversial characters that were dedicated to the show. Along that, they killed off a character who was prepping and buying a house and getting ready to basically finish off The Walking Dead until season 12, and they killed him off after he showed dedication. What? That's messed up. And so there's a lot of rumors that the cast is very, like, you know, they're upset about it because they cared about this. They care about this actor. And so I think we've ran its course for the walking dead but also the way you're treating the cast that's been so supportive and dedicated all this time like i can't support it anymore oh man that's messed up that being said norman reedus is still in this tv show (laughs) he's just he's just like hey i'm here for my paycheck i'm i'm just here to hang out and have fun (laughs) with my long hair yes (laughs) now i will say from the trailer um like i got some vibes Especially when they were ta- when they were showing the babies and two in like test test whatever test tubes and whatnot. You, um, I don't know why, but yeah, 
some my gut kind of went to something that's children of men-esque if you've seen that clive owen movie i did watch that clive owen movie yeah where it's kind of like no one's fertile anymore and they discover Mm -hmm. that there's one person in the world who's actually pregnant i don't know why but my like there's got to be some you know the whole life and death thing there's got to be something significant about these babies i agree but uh, well, they I think they acknowledge that the baby that um, uh, Norman Reedus is carrying is a clone of him. Mm. So uh, it was also implied that if he died, then he could always be reborn. Seems to be a common theme in a lot of um, futuristic entertainment right now. Uh, like the- if you die, you can just be reborn. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, so. You know, might as well capitalize on that. Yeah. All right. That's all I have to say about Death Stranding, because to be honest, I think that's all there is to say about Death Stranding. <laughs> Agreed, because uh, that's it. We, we've been speculating for months now on this podcast, and we're, we've always been in the same place we have before, is we think this is going to be the way it's going to be, but it, we're probably going to be ousted, so it's fine. I think that's like part of the fun too because think about movie trailers and think about some of the movie trailers that really don't reveal anything and you can't figure out what the plot's about but they end up being some of the best movies you've ever seen i agree and i really like it when movies do that because i hate i hate watching a movie trailer and watching the whole movie yes that exactly hap- that happened to, that happened to me with rush hour three <laughs> if you've never oh, seen Rush Hour 3, don't watch the trailer because that is the whole movie. Most of the <laughs> jokes are in the trailer. So don't even bother watching the movie if you watch the trailer. Yes. But yeah, um, I just don't like it when uh, a movie trailer spoils basically the biggest moments of the trailer. The most infamous um, example of this would probably be, I think there was two that I can pick from my lifetime or like that I've heard about. So one would be Terminator Judgment Day, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Where they revealed like the liquid Terminator, yeah. Like a lot of people, a lot of people didn't expect that, and that's like a whole new thing that's that's supposed to be revealed that you're not supposed to know about until later. And uh, the other one would probably be Darth Maul in the Phantom Menace, the Star Wars movie, where he has two a double bladed lightsaber. Like that's the coolest thing ever. Like, why would why would you reveal that in the first go? But <laughs> you know what? Again, I rest my case. I, I went on a, a tangent. I forgot where I was trying to go with this. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, don't reveal all your cards. Agreed. Ghost of Tsushima during Sony's E3 press conference was given a lot more detail, a little bit more gameplay. And a flute. <laughs> okay, I gotta <laughs> say this about Sony's press conference overall. Okay, they had a we, dude I with think a we banjo. Gotta... <laughs> oh my god, Sony's press conference was fucking ridiculous. It was so weird. The guy with the banjo, and then they were in like uh, uh what's uh, like a, a, a Last of Us two se- like setting, yeah. and then the whole audience moved to an amphitheater. <laughs> And they just cut to a guy playing the flute, and there's like this Japanese like field behind him, and he's just some white guy just holding a pipe and just like playing the flute, and with his little like yeah little rice paddy hat, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> it's like it, it could almost be racist, but it doesn't feel that way, so it, it's okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it it's ridiculous. So I um I got off work and then I signed on and like I um caught on at at the 15th minute and then all of a sudden it's like a set change <laughs> yep you gotta keep it you gotta keep things interesting i think well that's why they were vamping for like <laughs> 20 minutes the like the the announcers at that desk outside they just kept talking to each other like trying to prolong whatever it was yeah i thought it was so funny that they just changed locations i know that was oh, uh. jesus christ I would not actually want to go to that press conference because I'd be like, why do we, we were here for five minutes and now you're going to make us move? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm comfortable. I, all my swag is on the floor. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. My free t-shirt. Got my free La- Last of Us 2 t-shirt. Yeah. You know, got my flute. Got my Ghost of Tsushima flute right here. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, Ghost of Tsushima, it looks awesome. I, I think it's going to be great. Yes, I think it's gonna it's, be a really cool game. Definitely, it's gorgeous. There, uh, there, there was a little bit of gameplay. You saw the battle at the end with, I believe, Masako, as I think her character, who did some sort of betrayal, and you, you got to see a lot of this, uh, the environment, and they didn't, you know, this is another trailer that didn't really reveal much except for how pretty it is, but yeah. it, 
God, it sold me. It's been selling me. So. <laughs> oh yeah, since the very first trailer didn't show any gameplay, I was like, I want to play this game so badly. I know, my god. I'm a huge fan of open world ninja samurai games. I love, I love that shit. Yes, it's, exactly. It's god, um, I will say, I had, a, I had a, a small issue with the dialogue, and because oh, the, the fact that voices, wasn't in Japanese. <laughs> th- that that was one, and I, I'm not trying to be biased towards the fact that it should be Japanese. I'm just saying that if there's an option to be in Japanese, I'll take it. But no, there, the, there the voice, will. By the way, uh, just to interject, there will be. Like, I was okay. shocked when I f- when I realized that the dialogue wasn't in Japanese because I remember sh- from the Paris uh, game show that there was <laughs> that it was going to be in Japanese, but they revealed that there's going to be an option. Okay, that's great because the English voice actors kind of made me cringe a little bit, especially at the end of the f- of the the trailer when he's like. You betrayed me. You betrayed my family. She's like, I did not betray you. And then they start fighting. And I was like, what is this anime bullshit? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you know, it just, it didn't fit. Like, anime shows choose better dubs sometimes. They should have got Johnny Young Bosch. He can do anything. Yeah. So yeah, that, that guy's very talented. That man that, is very talented. <laughs> yeah, so I completely agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, but that's all I have to say about Ghost of Tsushima. I, I, what were you going to say something? Sorry. Just real quick. The scene that God, that was fucking gorgeous, was when they were going up the the stairs to the shrine, and the red leaves were falling. I was like, "Oh, it's fall in Japan! This is amazing." I know. I also, I almost want to go to Japan in the fall and be like, "Ah, oh, this is this is real. You this know? is real right now." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Our, yeah, but not much was revealed about gameplay. So, yeah. Right. Right on. Right on. I you trust bring in us Sucker this- Punch. Yeah, same here. They've made some good stuff in the past. Yes. Um, do you want to bring us to the second game? All right. So I just want to bring it. I'm going to talk about Sekiro real quick. So Sekiro uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, simply because it's also a Japanese samurai game, but it's from the makers of Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So it's basically... So I got really excited until I realized that, because it's basically going to be a Neo <laughs> 2. And... Which, by the way, Neo 2 was also announced. So yep, all yep. of these, you know, Bloodborne, Dark Souls-esque Japanese games are going to be out. And yeah, like, good for them. I hope that whoever, <laughs> you know, um, plays them does not have a crisis as they do. So You sound personally affected. No, 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 not. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, is that a, a little bit of vinegar I smell? No, what's that? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just making a point that you know, if you're going to play a game that's Dark Souls esque and Bloodborne, you know, you may be in for a terrible time. So, okay, hmm. yeah. sounds like a, but I'm not. Problem. I am not personally affected by it. Okay, you can uh, you can keep saying that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you're, you're coughing, <laughs> crying. <laughs> oh, it's a video game. You're gonna live. Don't worry. Going <laughs> back to tears just the whole time. <laughs> I'm only twenty percent finished with Neo because I could like I needed a break. <laughs> if you're listening, Team Ninja, give her a break. Please give me a break. <laughs> Uh, anyways that's all i wanted to talk about with that and that's all we'll i will give that because <laughs> i'm not bitter agreed because yep. i think that uh i'm definitely gonna play sekiro i think it looks really cool i i have not i've never played dark souls or bloodborne but i know that from software the company that makes those franchises is doing a really good job with this one because the the previous two games were the, re- the previous two franchises are kind of dark and broody. This one is, but it seems like there's a lot more color because it takes place in the daytime. Yes. So I think that's going to be fun. But I don't think it's going to be fun as the fun that I'm thinking of. I think yeah. it's going to be throw my controller at the TV fun. Oh, it will be. 100% will be. Perfect. It that's is a it I is want. a very pretty game, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can't yeah. wait. Can't wait. Yes. All the right. Next game I wanna... Oh, go, the go next for it. Game... Yeah, yeah, for sure. The next game I want to talk about was announced during the Microsoft E3 press conference and I didn't watch the whole conference I only saw the announcement it is technically Halo 6 it um I forgot the subtitle of it but it's um going to be on PC my and, question and is why One. is it on PC I or like you know it's fine that it's on PC why isn't it on Xbox it is going to be on Xbox oh Both ex- you're Xbox saying that it's also going to be on PC 
Yes. Got yes, it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So there's nothing known about the game other than that it's using the new engine called the Slip Space Engine, and it looks beautiful. The Slip Space Engine. It's the name is based off of the engine drive in Halo Universe that makes things go from planet to planet. Anyways, then no, we don't have to talk about talk, we don't have to talk about that. We got to, the the game itself looks really awesome, and I um I hope that whatever comes out of it because you play Master Chief again in this game in the previous one Halo Five you didn't really play a lot of the Chief since you were focused on a new guy. But this time it looks like they're doing away with that, and you're gonna play Master Chief. So it's kind of like so. back to its old, not necessarily back to what it was, but like yeah, I feel like this is it could be a reboot for all we know because the armor kind of looks like the first game's armor hmm. in the trailer. Halo so, Infinite, we'll by the way. Halo Infinite. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Who knows what it might be? It, it's a Halo game. It, it could be a sequel to to the already long-standing franchise. It could be a reboot. I don't know. But uh, it looks cool. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, I think I'll I'll definitely check it out. I probably won't buy it because uh, I don't know. I just don't buy Halo games. <laughs> I like the I've played them all on like friends and cousins con- like consoles because they all have Xboxes. But I would I, I never owned an Xbox. I was I was always PS like PlayStation, Nintendo, and PC. So yeah, I was about to say. I mean, like I'll only play this at parties. I won't get the <laughs> PC version. Yeah, I just you know like first person's just in general not my type of game. So for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about Halo. All right, The Last of Us Two was a very interesting trailer that revealed a lot, actually. So it basically got revealed in this game that Ellie's a lesbian. But I thought we knew that. But before, no, though. exactly. But you could have found out earlier that she liked girls if you played The Last of Us, the deal, the Valentine's Day DLC. Yeah. Yep. So it's so it's like some some like games were just like this is so progressive or like oh my god she's you know like she likes women or you know blah 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 and then like uh, like I realized oh yeah you only knew that if you played the DLC for it right right so it was inter- it was fun seeing the the like I guess so to speak the shock value of people who never played the DLC before yeah. And mind you, there are people that own that game, the first one, but yes. have never played the DLC. So exactly. Cool. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but by the way, um, I don't know how much you were paying attention to the intro, but it was like hilarious because that fucking guy walks up to Ellie and is just like, "Oh yeah, do you think that girl's gonna get back with me?" And then, oh yeah, and then Ellie <laughs> goes, "I don't know, like two weeks, one week," and then the girl walks up to Ellie. Yep dances with her and then kisses her and i'm just like oh my god right after <laughs> talking to that guy <laughs> yeah that guy just <laughs> man if i was that guy i'd feel so bad <laughs> i'd be like oh man my heart my hopes and dreams have been crushed <laughs> but hey that's that's uh that's what the writers wanted to do with that part so i guess so to you yeah I, the way i described it i kind you know, I'm a younger person, so I kind of related to it. It felt very like, you know, some like young adult for that for something like that to happen. <laughs> I I agree. Like it I felt agree. like I could wit I could go to a like a club or go to a bar with my friends and like some sort of weird situation exactly like that would happen, except without zombies. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ellie is the uh to my knowledge, I think you just only play with Ellie, which I think is very cool because I liked playing with Ellie. Um, in the like mm. thirty minutes that you could play with her in the original one, and also be- it it just it just makes sense in in my opinion. So that's yeah yeah. The Last of Us Two seems to be taking a Walking Dead approach, and what I mean by that is that the game used to be just about zombies and survival, but then what ends up happening is you finally meet people, and then it ends up being people in a zombie apocalypse and how they interact with each other adding feelings adding feelings and ellie will have more feelings not just dedicated to her so to speak father figure joel but towards others and i think that will make the game very dynamic agreed uh i share all the same sentiments and my only comment is that when i saw the trailer for the last of us part two i said oh this looks like the last of us yep so as long as it looks and feels like it, I'm all for it. Yeah, the the colors, 
the palette looks cool. And they did a great job aging Ellie, too. Yeah, she looks more fuller. Like, her face looks a lot fuller. She looks like she's been battle-hardened, in a way. Like, she, her eyes have seen some shit. <laughs> so, it's going to be interesting where they're going to go with this character. Yes. Uh, the next two games I want to talk about are kind of in the same realm, but also different. Uh, there's Cyberpunk 2077 that was oh. revealed. It was revealed at the very end of Microsoft's press conference, and when the end of the conference, um, they actually cut to a, like a, a red screen. It had like a little code thing blinking, and then they started some typing, and some music came out, and then they showed the trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. And for those that don't know, this is a game that's actually based on a series of board games from the 19. 1980s. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So. This is not really a sequel to the board game. It's more like it builds off of the concept. So the the board game is like called twenty like Cyberpunk twenty nineteen or something like that, and it's um about living in the future and flying cars and all this other stuff. I I I haven't played the game myself, but I, so I'm kind of basing it off of what I read for sure in a previous article. Um, but I I just know that the the game itself looks really cool. It's um. By CD Projekt Red, they made The Witcher, The Witcher 3, and other Witcher games. So you know that this is going to be a really, really good game. I uh, know This game has been... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I just wanted to comment that a lot of Witcher fans like have been following this closely and have been anxiously awaiting for this. Absolutely. And it's, it's because they know CD Projekt Red will deliver quality content because this game has been in development for quite some time now. It was, a, it was announced at like E3 2014, I believe, or 2015. And since then, people have been following the news on it, trying to see what it is because it, it was supposed to have multiplayer at first, but I think they're just sticking to the single player aspect of the game right now. For sure. And it looks beautiful. Dude. That's a trailer if I ever seen one. Oh man! <laughs> right. That was, there was so much hype there. It oh, it looked absolutely amazing. It was like all of these like futuristic TV shows that I and games that I watch kind of coming together. What I like about the the what I like about the direction that cyberpunk is going, as well as like the same direction that Detroit kind of went in, um, mm-hmm. is that it is futuristic. But there's still a lot of existence of what we know of the world today. So it's not yeah. like it's not like a completely like futuristic everywhere, blah blah blah. But it's like there's futuristic things in your regular world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that it kind of bases it more in realism. Yes. So there's like there's a kind of frame of reference for the player to not be totally lost in in like the whole the concept of what the world should be. Exactly. And like we were talking about movies before, I I believe that certain movies write the screenplay. It's more of a show don't tell kind mm-hmm. of thing. And a good exa- I think I've brought this up before, but a good example would be John Wick. John Wick te- John Wick shows you a lot of stuff, but they don't tell you in the in the script itself. Like they have the coins in the movie, they have this whole secret society of assassins. Yes. But they never tell you about what they do exactly. They just show it to you, and I think that's really good. Yeah. So I'm hoping that CD Projekt Red takes a note from movies like that and put it into t- Cyberpunk 2077 because I think that it's going to be a really good game if they just don't tell you what's going on and just show you what what you're doing definitely i love those types of things where you just take the context and the audience kind of figures out the story on their own yeah because i'm sure people have to understand that not everyone's gonna be that dumb people can figure it out oh of course twofold to that there's another game that's very similar to cyberpunk 2077 but is more of a multiplayer kind of game is beyond good and evil 2 I don't know if you played the f- the first one before. Alicia. I haven't played the first one, but I saw I saw the trailer. Yeah, I uh, I own the first one on Steam, and I'm gonna try to play it before the second one comes out. There's no release date for Cyberpunk or Beyond Good and Evil Two, but there will there will be in the future. But basically, Beyond Good and Evil Two is a sequel, of course, to the first game, Beyond Good and Evil, from I forget when it came out, 2007, 2008, and it was by uh, this game director named Michael Ansel. Um, he he was a director for he is a director for Ubisoft and this is his latest project. Um, it's they said it's an open world futuristic third person action game that has multiplayer elements. So whatever that means to you, I hope that this game does really well because the first one looks like it's a lot of fun. I've played a few 
I've played like an hour of the first one so far, so I think that um I I I hope that the second game is a little bit better in in terms of scale because it's re- the first game is extremely linear and the second game mm. is promising to be an open world non-linear type of uh gameplay style. So we'll see what happens with that. It looks a lot of fun. There's even a pig or like a hog in there too. Oh yeah, no, they have that series is known for its um anthropomorphic characters. Ah, got it. Yeah, so uh, like this game Bojack has also Horseman. been in. Yeah, kind of like Bojack Horseman, but uh, this series has been in development hell for a really long time. Or not series, sorry. This game in particular has been in development hell for a really long time. So people have been just like with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. A lot of the fans of the original have been following its development cycle, and it's finally. Uh, last year they showed you know a, the trailer for Beyond Good and Evil too. So I'm I'm really glad that they finally have some. Some more evidence that it's still being worked on and that it's coming out soon. Definitely. Whenever. But yeah, I just wanted to put those two together since they're kind of similar, similarly themed since they're both like in the in the future and they have like futuristic aspects and they're both um, they've both been in development hell for quite some time. For sure. But I I feel like when you finally kind of announce a game, then they're somewhat close. So. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I take that back, Square Enix. Anyways, but... <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that. Yeah, we won't talk <laughs> about that. And I'm sorry. I know Kingdom it's Hearts okay. got announced, but it got announced for January 2019. So it's just like, okay, uh, well... <laughs> anyway, Utara Kikaru had a good, really good song. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that one. <laughs> I know. Shout out to you, Utara Hikaru. Yes. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about the Bethesda press conference because that one was my favorite out of sheer oh. self-awareness of themselves yes i i, I have to let's start at the beginning because i want to say that my brother and i sat down and watched it for like the whole time on sunday and they said all right rage 2 and announcing andrew wk and my brother and i like who who's andrew wk you know what's interesting <laughs> i actually i think i know who that is and that guy is a tv like he's like a tv host like kind of like back in 2008 or 2009 Oh, interesting. <laughs> I like I swear I think I know who that's No, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Never See, mind. People, people, <laughs> I've I've talked to two people so far. They're like, Yeah, I think he he put out a good song recently and they look him up and they're like, Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was like, Okay. <laughs> no one knows who he is. Yeah. Um I'm, but I'm sure he's popular somewhere. But uh, yeah, that that whole part was hilarious and uh Rage looked cool. But I, uh, I'm probably not going to pick that up because, simply because I'm not, a, I haven't really played the the first game, and I'm not really a huge fan of the series overall. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what did you want to talk about specifically? Oh God, like the the commercial with Keegan Michael Key was so fucking oh, good. Gold. When the meme is aware of itself. Yep, yep. I'm glad that they embraced that. It was hilarious that they did that, but they actually did show that Elder Scrolls Six was coming out. So yeah. That, that was the thing that he's like, Todd Howard was like, and we're going to close out the, the 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 press conference with something you all love. Here it is. All right. Thanks for coming. I was like, oh, sh- you're not going to say anything else? Like, no, what? apparently. <laughs> what an ending. What I an know. ending, dude. He's just like, this is our biggest thing. All right. Bye. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's how you do a press conference. Yes. Not like, give God a damn. fuck. <laughs> exactly. But... I mean, Skyrim Smart TV, sorry, Skyrim Samsung Smart TV, that's the future. It was a smart refrigerator, which is even better. Oh, smart f- refrigerator. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Smart it's okay. It's, it's funnier that it's a refrigerator. Yes. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. That was awesome. No worries. But there was a TV on that refrigerator. Yeah. And then which, damn, Alexa, I, uh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> that was great it was like a text-based game like one of those windows dos games from the 90s that was so funny <laughs> that that whole that whole skit was really well done yes but uh yeah no the the fact they, they announced with that they announced the new El- like the new elder scrolls game for the phone that was pretty cool yeah I, i'll probably try it once and then delete it yeah no offense no offense to bethesda it just doesn't look like look like a game that i would play i'm just not a mobile player so yeah yeah i was talking to a coworker about this and we both agreed that it doesn't feel right to hold your phone and play a game because we're so used to holding a keyboard and a mouse or a controller to play a video game like i know that people can kind of mind it, it makes sense that a lot of more mobile games are a little bit like the passing time mindless type of game but actually having full games on a phone 
I'm just not a huge fan of. Yeah, I I, I agree, yeah. and I I tried Animal Crossing Pocket Camp for. Oh a yeah, I remember time. that. And I was like, I can't play this. It's just not Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, Wolfenstein. Oh yeah, well, Young Blood. I, I know. I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna pick that up. I I was gushing over Wolfenstein too last time, and I know this is gonna be a great entry into the series. It looked it like. Even I was like, "Wow, I'm I, this looks really good." And more Nazi yeah. killing. Oh, the Nazi yeah, killing I'm, never ends. Right? For so the here's past the 30 that, years. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the thing that got me was you would think that there would be mostly good in the world at that point, but it's the 80s now and I guess that the Nazis haven't been extinguished all the way cuz it looks like they still have a lot of power over Europe. Maybe they're extinguished out of the US, but I don't know. It was just like Man, B.J. Blazkowicz, what were you doing for 30 years that you couldn't get the Nazis out of, you know, the world? I, I mean, like, <laughs> the thing is, there's still, there's Nazis in the United States right now, so. That's true. Oh, that's that's a very good point. Like, yeah, but, Nazis will be there. But but these Nazis have, like, <laughs> robot dogs and, like, nukes and guns and stuff. Oh, uh, that's the a Nazis... different Nazi. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's exactly. Fair. That is fair. <laughs> these, the Nazis that we're talking about in the U.S. have armbands and flags. True. <laughs> True. And cars and guns, of course. But, <laughs> yeah, no robot dogs or nukes. Yes. But uh, yeah, it looks really cool. There was a very 1980s Blade Runner-esque vibe to it. Um, I hope it's a co-op game, first of all, so I de- will definitely be playing that, hopefully, in the future. Um, yeah, I, yeah really, no. I might play it. Please, because I need to play it for the story and the gameplay, of course. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is there? There was... Uh, Starfield. Starfield, who knows what the hell that is. Oh, but I don't I'm like... Gonna... <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'll, I'll be looking at whatever they come out with for announcing that game. Yeah, know. totally. And, uh, of course, the biggest thing that everyone was looking forward to was Fallout 76. Yep. I'll be playing that for sure. Yes. And that was just so. more in depth, but like they don't, they actually had like gone and and talked about a lot of what we already knew. So, yeah, yeah, and um, uh, I will say some to touch some highlights. I like that there's no permadeath. Like when you die, you keep all your stuff, which is great. Um, I liked that you can obviously just play with your friends on any server. I like that there's not going to be hundreds of people on a server at a time. There's only going to be a few dozen because like Todd Howard said in the conference, it's the apocalypse. You wouldn't run around seeing like, like 50 people in one place at once. Like they, yeah. they actually, they're very aware of, of the situation and the lore of the game. They don't want to hurt fans. I, I, and I also like the fact that you can play solo. You don't have to play with anyone. You can play the game as you would a, any traditional Fallout game since 3. Just play it solo, first person, all that stuff. Um, I also like the fact that um, you can build your own little house. You can scavenge your resources and all that stuff. So it kind of has like some MMORPG elements to it, as as other previous games have. But I also don't like the fact that there's 12 nukes on the map that you can access and launch and shoot at wherever you want. That's the thing that I was like, wow, seriously? Bethesda, like, why? Why did you include this? That's kind of cheap. Yeah, like they showed that you can get rare loot from nuking like a certain place on the map. But is the place on the map permanently like that? From now I don't on? know. We don't know yet. Yeah. What happens if you nuke the same place twice? Yeah. So we'll have to find out. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll <laughs> see. I wonder if this is going to be cross-platform. Probably not. <laughs> because no, no, definitely not. I mean, like after definitely the whole not. Fortnite fiasco, it's probably not. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. And the whole that whole thing is just a shit show that we probably won't talk about now because I don't want to. <laughs> so stupid. Uh. All right, so I think that's all I have to talk about. Uh, did you want to talk about Nintendo stuff? I want to talk about one more game before we go. It's called Atomic Heart on PC. Mm-hmm. It's created by the studio called Mundfish and it's about an alternate universe during the Soviet Union rule. Um and that's all I know so far. If you watch the trailer, it looks really trippy. There's all these like liquid monsters, there's like zombie clowns, there's there's a Blade Runner pistol, there's like oh, rocket wow. launchers and there's like drone robots. It looks really crazy and no Soviet one knows anything Union about the game. Too. Yeah. Look up Atomic Heart. It looks really cool. I recommend whoever's listening to check out the trailer because it looks trippy as hell. And uh, let me know what your thoughts are. Is it a Soviet I really Union horror game? 
Yeah, okay. it's a first-person horror action game. I wouldn't say horror, but there are some horror aspects to it. Okay. But because I, I would classify horror as um, you don't have a gun or you have a gun with limited ammo, but this game looks like you just have the, the biggest and best guns and you're just shooting all these things. So it's kind of like a cross between Outlast and Serious Sam. Uh, so Nintendo, what did you want to say about Nintendo? Oh, um, I mean, to be honest, the only real thing that like struck my attention was... Uh, um the new fire emblem game ah that's coming out and that uh, you know like uh, unless i got a switch i can't play but hey come over what's up <laughs> i know but it looks cool that's all i have to say absolutely yeah I, I i don't i'm not a huge fan of the series simply because i haven't played the games but i mean maybe i'll check this one out if yeah, there's it's, a lot of good it's reviews. classic jrpg it's yeah so it's what you expect when you think of that genre and it's medieval-ish. Yeah, I think all of the Fire Emblem series are in that same tone. Um, the one that caught me the most attention, of course, was Smash Ultimate, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, yeah. There's everyone. Literally everyone. So um, literally every character in, this, in the franchise is there, including Snake and Pichu. What an all-star game. Yeah, that 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 game is gonna be awesome. I I mentioned this before. I usually whenever a new Smash game would come out, I would always buy the system for that game. In this case, I'm buying the the game now, just just the game. Because now you have, have the Switch. system. I'm not that very good at Smash. But oh, I, I like I don't play Smash, so so most likely <laughs> I suck. So <laughs> we're, we're I, don't, like, I straight up don't even play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Fun fact: Elisa and I we played a. Uh, we played Overcooked, and we, among other things. So that was a lot of fun. We were all yelling at each other. <laughs> we, I, you know, I didn't know there was a haunted house section, so that was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Like that, the, all the, I didn't know there was a space level. I didn't know <laughs> there was pizza and burritos. <laughs> yeah. Goes to show that I need to finish this game <laughs> and all the possibilities of dun dun dun, Overcooked yeah. two. <laughs> yes, good segue. Overcooked two is coming out, and that looks awesome. Who knows so what fun. you can make in that game? More burritos. And tacos. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> when is the release date? I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, August 7th, 2018. Oh, wow. So close, actually. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm buying this for sure. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to buy this game. Yeah, so Overcooked 2's coming out. If you're listening to this, it's coming out August 7th, 2018. Yes. If you're listening to this in the future, it already came out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. So I think that's else, it. Like, from Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo was pretty straightforward. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. And nothing that you really, no, nothing that you can't find out from a typical N Nintendo Direct. They didn't, I mean, obviously, like, the the huge one was the Smash Brothers announcement. But other than that, it's like, it. Like, see, it's their seasonal um, press conference. Yeah, they have a few every year, so it's not like it wasn't anything crazy for them. It was more like this is this is a Smash since we teased it before, and this is literally what it's going to be about. These are all the modes that you have. These are the characters. And this is how you're going to play the yes. game. Yes, and I was like, this is perfect, Nintendo. You're doing it right. Yes. Also, Fortnite is on Switch now. <laughs> yes, yes. Fortnite's on Switch, which is the drama. <laughs> yep, and that's the whole thing. Anyways, so, the last <laughs> thing on the list that was a surprise to both of us. I'm, like, looking um, at the list. I'm like, wait, what oh. have we not... Yakuza Zero and Kiwami. Oh yes, are, dude. are now on PC. Yeah, which is perfect. Which will segue into what we're playing later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, so I'm, I'm glad that the Yakuza love can spread to everyone. That that to me makes me so happy. But that is like the announce. That's basically the announcement that Sega is committed to localizing this game, like completely. Yep. Like that is like if you needed a surefire confirmation, that was it. And the fact that they're also porting three, four, and five to PS4 is going to be great. Exactly. Awesome. So if you're if you're listening to this, go ahead and pre-purchase Yakuza Zero and Kiwami on Steam. You can. The games are only like twenty bucks, 
I think it's like nineteen ninety nine for Yakuza twenty Zero. bucks for one hundred yeah. hours. Like that is more a steal. than that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like you'll spend <laughs> so much time playing the cabaret club game. It's so fun. That is such a steal. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, please play the Yakuza series. Like I can't emphasize that enough to everyone. And then on top of that, Yakuza Two showed more of their trailer. Yep. Yep. So and then... you punch tigers in that game. You punch tigers in Yakuza Kiwami Two, and Makoto Makimura comes I back. Know! What's up? Oh! What's God. up? What's yo? Did you see in the trailer? She's like, "Oh, your shoulders are so firm." And he turns around, he's like, it's, oh, "It's you." I was like, "Fuck!" I want to know what happened. It's, not, it, it's nice to meet you, sir. I was like, "Fuck!" Yo, this is crazy. Oh. I was like, "Oh my God!" Are they gonna like? Because at the end of zero, like you didn't feel fulfilled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, please, I hope that this. Oh, is my the heart was they... ripped apart after Yakuza Zero. So this yeah, I know. shit is like wild right now. <laughs> Because they're continuing it. They're continuing the story. I know. It's great. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that they really delve more into their relationship in the future because that's going to be a lot of fun. I just need them to at least be friends and acknowledge each other. I don't even need them to be in love anymore. I just want them to like have any relationship of some sort. Yeah. I just want her to realize that she's he's the one that saved her in the 80s. I know. I just want that. <laughs> I just want that in my life recognize me senpai <laughs> yes also kiryu fucking kicks a tiger why i will find out <laughs> peter's gonna have a word about this dun 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 <laughs> but I, yeah I, I don't know why like and we'll find out in august or september so yeah definitely uh, as we said before alicia and i have pre-ordered yakuza kiwami 2 and we'll be playing that and sharing our thoughts yes Speaking of Yakuza... So that ends our E3 2018 talk. We hope you enjoyed it. Now on to what we're playing. And we're... we Yakuza. We played Yakuza. The, <laughs> that, like, yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. But um, now I can officially talk more comprehensively about Yakuza 6. Because now I am at playing it and I finished Yakuza 5. So... Where are you in Yakuza 6? So, like, remember when I was having a crisis and I texted texted you? Yes. I only got to chapter 6. I, like, I, I, I had to sleep through a lot of this weekend. I was just too fine. tired from work. It's it's fine. But um, first, I will talk about Yakuza 5, and then I'll talk about Yakuza 6, since I know you finished it. I didn't finish Yakuza 6, actually. I'm on the last chapter. Oh. Because chapter 5, chapter, uh, what is it? 12 is the, is the second last chapter it's like an hour-long movie I yeah swear. i believe it <laughs> my brother and I, my brother and i were just sitting there like when is this gonna end i want to go save and play other things but it <laughs> wouldn't end and he's like this is intense i'm like this is the whole game <laughs> <laughs> yeah i believe it so yeah. yakuza 5 i finished it i played through all five characters and the finale and i congrats on thank you i can Honestly, genuinely say, of I've only played Yakuza 0, Kiwami, and 5, and this is my favorite Yakuza game I've played so far. Awesome. And I had to look up this game, obviously, after I finished it, and I realized that the, the fandom is torn with this game because there's five characters. So, mm. and, like, you know, some people, they just simply want to play with Kiryu, and... Um, and on top of that, uh, some people just weren't invested in all the storylines. If you played all five characters and you loved it, this is like beyond like, this is like one of your tops. If you didn't like some of the chapters or some of the characters, then, you know, you would rank this lower for me. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So I loved it. Um, so a few points that I wanted to make that I haven't yet is that um the Ma so I without going into spoilers, Majima in this game is a is very interesting. Like Majima is not necessarily everywhere. Like it's not a Majima everywhere, but Majima plays a very integral part to the storyline. And it was very okay. it was very cool watching it unfold. So Nice. Yes, and on top of that I, you play with Kiryu, Haruka, Sajima, Akiyama, and then Shinada, and Shinada is a ex-baseball player 
who was accused of betting and like I he's he's an ex baseball player and now he writes adult stories. I need to play this game. Look, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I mean I mean I mean this game is gonna be a lot of fun playing as the other characters. Yes. I love baseball. I love baseball. Uh-huh. I really don't. I'm just yes. kidding. Stop. Are you judging me? Are you judging me? No. Come on, girl. <laughs> don't be judging like that. <laughs> I I wasn't sure how I was going to um what I was gonna think of Shinada simply because he was a new character introduced. And mm-hmm. when he's introduced, clearly this is one of those things where clearly he's not a Yakuza person at all. Like oh. he's like completely outside of this. But the way it all and uh by the way, uh, it's based in Kinecho, which is a fictional uh neighborhood of Nagoya. And cool. Um and I've been to Nagoya before, so it's like going through a lot of the places, like TV towers, like, oh my god. So Oh nice. If nice. only they included Nagoya Castle, that would be amazing. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of it was a lot of fun and I didn't know what to expect, but I actually really so he might he's not like my top favorite storyline, but he's like number three, I think. Surprise surprising oh. surprisingly. And part of the reason is because it's it's kind of like a it's a hilarious it's basically the misadventures of Shinada. And his loan shark, his debt collector. <laughs> like, wow. I kid you not. Like, so um, his debt collector uh, and or his loaner is Takasugi. And he's uh-huh. just this guy. And he's and it's funny because he's just like, I need your money. Like, look how much money I fucking lent you. And then when, you know, throughout you get involved in Yakuza stuff and Takasugi's like, Shit, I gotta keep this guy alive so he pays me back. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But it's like it you, they end up forming this wonderful friendship and it's just like, oh my god. It's actually like one of definitely one of the more heartwarming storylines. Also, nice. um what was fun about Osaka is that Haruka and Akiyama were a shared chapter where they went back and forth because they were both in that city. And Oh, that's cool. And how it unfolded was like Oh, loved it. Just absolutely loved it. And also, um, God, Haruka's f- fucking minigame is amazing. I am a top idol star now, Jeremy. I've done <laughs> everything I can, and wow. I'm the best. So I told you, I told you you'd love her, her character. I won the simply because of I'm the a games. princess. I won the princess league. It's amazing. <laughs> oh. So, wow! So were they all rhythm games? All of her stuff was rhythm. Games, it was right? all rhythm games, singing, That's, dancing, wow. and oh, okay. I have to tell you this. I'm gonna upload a video of it because it's just so fucking hilarious. But uh-huh. um, there is a mini game where part of it is you have to boost Haruka's uh, what? How would I say this? Her appeal, her ma- her public appeal. Okay. So you have to okay. do marketing and advertising events essentially. What? And. There is this game called Running Girl, and Running Girl is a commercial where Haruka's running, and it's a mini game of me running. Like, I'm not being chased. I'm running. Please, please upload that. And I'm and like (laughs) just me figuring out for the first time what this was. I was like, oh my god, this is like a legit thing. (laughs) That's awesome, dude. (laughs) (laughs) God, like I can. uh, I Yakuza never lets me down with stupid shit. So. <laughs> Absolutely, Yakuza is yes. amazing. <laughs> I know. Um, I so I love this story. I think it's a must play for people for sure. And I, but the one thing that uh, I did not like about this game overall is um, not necessarily the old controls because I got used to it. But it's like you can tell that this game was made during the PS3 era when things weren't necessarily refined yet. And if you're so used to uh. PS4 at this point, then obviously things are going to get a little hairy. The one thing I didn't like is that when you get into a combo, you just have no chance of breaking the combo anymore and blocking. Like you, It's just kind of like, oh, this guy's attacking you. Oh, nope, the block doesn't work. Like I can't break my combo. I just have to let the combo go through and be hit by this guy. And fall. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's like it it gets annoying for boss battles, not necessarily the local thugs. Mm, okay, because I, I think that I think it'll be the same when they transfer it over to PS4 for the port. Yeah, they they may clean it up, but uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, for sure. Yeah, this game is full of betrayal. I cried plenty of times. I, there was this one betrayal that, like, I was bawling because I couldn't believe it happened. And, uh, yeah, just be ready for a lot of betrayals in this game. <laughs> okay. It'll I was so be betrayed. When, I... <laughs> when that moment happens, I'll we'll talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> I was so <laughs> <We'll> betrayed. Do... <laughs> when 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 I catch up to you, and when we play two, three, and four, we'll do spoiler casts for every Yakuza game. Sounds good. And we'll, and we'll talk about the betrayal and whenever that happens, whenever the localization of 5 <laughs> comes out for PS4. <laughs> How could this happen to me? <laughs> that being said, let's move on to Yakuza 6. And um, for our listeners, a Yakuza, Yakuza 6 spoiler cast is officially in the works now because now I'm deep in the plot. And, yeah, and, and that'll, that'll happen soon. Yes, it will actually happen very soon. Fuck, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so so we're not going to spoil anything right now for <gasps> anyone that's listening. So we'll talk in code kind of or we'll just like kind of talk about certain events or certain things that happen that you kind of are not spoilerly related, but you can tell me things that happen in the game and we yeah. can react to them. Yeah. Cuz clearly I'm going to say shit and Jeremy's answer is going to be like, "Oh, okay." Or yep. I'm not going to say anything. And I'm like, or you're so- gonna you're gonna ask me a question, and I'm gonna be like, I can't answer that for you right now. I know. <laughs> I will. I do want to express. So it's funny. I think it's gonna be funny how this podcast ages. So I'm gonna go on a two minute rant, and by the time that this the next podcast comes out, and to be honest, by the time you as a listener hear this podcast, I'm probably gonna find out exactly what happens. But I went on this yeah. like I went on this rant. And um, I have a prediction. I have a so I have a prediction of who the baby's father is, and it's because uh, one of my hobbies is analyzing films that I feel like I figured out who the father is. But apparently, I don't find out the father until the double digit chapters. So it's like I'm backtracking a bit. But I feel like there's no way that the father can't be Yuto, like. Uh, and obviously like if you played yakuza 6 and you're just like oh like this girl's so fucking wrong or like oh duh like i you know like i don't know how you're gonna listen to this but um so i just feel like there's so many hints that drop that this baby for one like like for one yuto and this baby just have like some sort or yuta and this baby have some sort of connection or connection meaning that they enjoy being in each other's presence and two um, I'm kind of deep in, or I'm like almost halfway to the game now. And Yuto, is it Yuto or Yuta? Yuta. Yuta, sorry. So Yuta is the only young character in this game who has been introduced somewhat in the earlier chapters. And for every plot twist that exists, uh, any successful plot twist, I mean, that exists, if it's successful, it's something you could have figured out from the beginning of the storyline. And I feel like there's no other new, new, newly introduced character of Yakuza 6 so far that's young. It only makes sense in my mind that I think this guy's the fucking father. And also, this motherfucking guy ran out, like, Loki was, like, trying to avoid, like, some certain situation. So I feel like he has to be the father. But, like, you know... Thank but, you for sharing your thoughts. Yes. So <laughs> that's all That's all I have to say. And by the time the next podcast comes out, I'll probably know exactly who the father is. So. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to text me too. You're going to be like, oh my God. I'm going to be like, bruh. But one thing I love about Yakuza 6 is it's essentially a story of Kiryu just hanging out with a really bad uh clan and when i say bad i mean like they don't have their shit together <laughs> they're like they're like all lazy and disorganized and, and they're just, like we're just not like, really yakuza i know and i actually i love it it's just like such yeah. country you know like countryside people like just they they don't know what they're doing and Kiri's like okay i guess 
Yeah. I'll I'll stick with these people. <laughs> He's like, this is all I got. I got to deal with it. I know. <laughs> but I, I will say, this isn't a spoiler, that you will grow attached to these characters. Well, I think, I, I hope so, because I'm, I have access to their house now, in the Hirose <laughs> family's house. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> by, by the way, Hirose, God, this guy is a fucking, like, he's a treasure. Like, he pops up. <laughs> In the most random, like when I least expect it, he's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> like, oh, it's just like, doing? where did where did you come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. I love his character. I know he's hilarious, which means that he has an important. <laughs> he's <laughs> well, clearly the family's named after him. Yeah, so yeah, there, like, there has to be something important. But it's just like one cut, he's not there, and the next cut's like, where did you even walk? Like, where did you come from? I didn't see you walking in. Yeah, right. <laughs> And, um, Mama, like, oh man, I'm at that part. So, whew, we're gonna, it's gonna be a long journey for Mama. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be a long journey for Mama. It's gonna be a long journey for Mama. (laughs) The, coming from Yakuza 5 to Yakuza 6, it's very clear the changes in, uh, because of the engine and it's wonderful. My only yes. complaint about the engine is that you can't run <laughs> or run as easily anymore. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's just like sometimes I just want to get somewhere quick. So, but like clearly they're going for a more realistic thing, so it's whatever. I do, yeah. To add to the realism part, I like how Komarocho looks more like its actual counterpart in mm-hmm. in Tokyo, yeah. which is a lot better because the character. The, the the town is in itself its own character because like cha- shops change, you know. There's new arcade things that pop up. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> lastly, oh, uh huh. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, lastly, the point that I have to make of where I am so far is motherfucking Haruto, that baby simulator of trying to make him stop crying. Almost. This might be the one mini game that gives me a headache. <laughs> It's the worst one. I can't stand this mini game. You have to walk from point A to point B, and sometimes Haruto triggers it like seven times. Yep, yep. Come on, boy, why? So goddamn frustrating. Oh, but you know what? That's that's just it, that's only that part. You don't, you don't have to do it anymore after that. I hope so. I hope so. I I am positive because I'm so far now that I could tell you that yeah, you don't do that in mini game anymore. Oh, thank God. <laughs> mhm. That's the only time you do it. Uh, but yeah, no. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. I don't want to say anything because like if I say something, because I, I I only got to the final chapter today, and Th- a lot this, of stuff has been revealed. Like I said, this podcast is gonna age, and it's gonna by the time I record this next one's gonna be like oh. By the way. Before you talk a little bit about the penultimate chapter, I the the best fucking sub story of this goddamn game and like oh my god is Honomichi with my charming Hasaku face <laughs> and my ramen hat and my fish pouch <laughs> and my sweet pose. <laughs> god. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I love. Did you finish that sub story? That, I the finished first one? it. I hope there's more. To be honest, I finished the first oh, one. Oh, yes, there's more. Oh, thank God. Okay, great. I oh. love how all the kids are like, "Oh, yeah, beat them up, beat up those guys." It's so great. Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, there's a lot more Onomichio. Thank so please God. be prepared. And I won't tell you where you're going to expect it because I want you to find it on your own. Because like I did, I thought that was the last one. And I kept finding more. And they're like, oh, this is the last time. And then there's another one. He's like, okay, this is the last time. And then there's another one. I'm like, what the hell? There's so many. So Thank I don't goodness. know exactly how many there are. Thank I can only tell you that there, goodness. there's a lot. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I actually don't want to talk about the penultimate chapter since it's he- it's spoiler heavy. Oh, shit. And anything okay. I... Anything, anything I tell you is gonna ruin the your the rest of your game. Okay, for sure, for sure. So I'm not gonna talk about anything Yakuza. I'm gonna let you drive the Yak your Yakuza six thoughts, and I'll bounce off of you because I don't want to talk about anything spoilery until we do the spoiler cast. For sure. So. I will ask you this. So now that you're actually close to finishing the game, how do you feel about it? And as a general statement, there's a lot of twists and turns. 
a lot of unexpected things. And I do like it so far. It is probably not my favorite Yakuza game. And I can't really have a favorite right now since I've only played three. And I actually do want to play all of them before I can say that I have a favorite. Yeah. But I will say that this game is chock full of content, but not enough content as Yakuza 0 has. Okay. Maybe it does have, it probably does have the same amount of mini games, but it just doesn't feel that way to me. For sure. It it um, I it makes sense if you think about it this way because since uh, Onomichi the Hiroshima area is so small, it may not feel like you have access to all these mini games. Agreed, and there are some th- there are some things that you haven't discovered yet, like fishing. Uh, it's not the same as Yakuza Zero fishing; it's spear fishing. Um, and then there's uh there's the bar the the bar talk mini game that you haven't discovered yet. I don't so. think I discovered it yet. When you get there. Uh, you'll you'll enjoy it a lot. They're they're fun mini games. Also, there is karaoke in Onimichi, but it's at the 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 bar talk mini game. Oh, okay. And you play a flat a flat rate, and you can sing as many songs as you want. You don't you don't have to keep paying. Except dame dame. <laughs> Actually, what? When you, go into that, when you go into that bar, you can hear the song. You just can't sing it. Oh, <laughs> it's in the background, but it's the only time I've heard this song. I know. I was like, oh, it's like na 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 na. There's such teases. I know. I'm like, why did you put the game on the show? Well, whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Well, it's it's in the game. It's just not playable. Yeah. Do you have any other questions about Yakuza Six that I, I think may that ends all my Yakuza talk for this week? Yeah. Same here. And that's all I have to talk about for this podcast. All right. Ending on. Actually, I'm surprised that we finished everything about E3 in a kind of timely manner. Good on us. Yes. Pat yourself on the back, Elisa. You deserve it. You too. You too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have listened to the... Fi- wait, wait. Before you go, beside, just to reiterate, downtime.live, go there. Yes. Go there. And then find our platforms. We're on a bunch of platforms. And leave us a iTunes review or comment us or DM us in the Discord or the platforms with any questions you have. And go to our website, click on contact, email us if you have any questions. Aside from just commenting on the aforementioned platforms, you can also email us and let us know your thoughts or whatever. Then we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yes. You have listened to the 56th episode of Downtime Podcast. We will see you next week. Later. Later.